welcome to the Snakes Cast. I'm Jonathan. I'm Emily. And we are going to be talking about drafting this week. people are familiar with the concept of drafting, not necessarily in board games, but in uh, sportsing. Uh, think back to being in high sportsing. school. <laughs> that's, that's a great verb. <laughs> think back to being in high school, all lined up in a row, team captains, getting pointed at one at a time, the like deep shame building in your gut as oh, you know names went, got, people got pointed lost. at, names got called, and you were still standing there. There's a different sort of shame, of course, that happens in places like the NHL, where the team that performed worst gets to have the first pick. Which you know, kind of makes sense in establishing balance. And balance is kind of what drafting is about mm-hmm. in a lot of games. Like, take, for example, Magic the Gathering. This is a game where some of the cards are just straight up better than other cards. So in order to make the game fair, there are some formats of Magic that will have players drafting. Each player has a hand of cards, and you take a look at what you've got. You pick one that you're going to keep, and you pass all the others to the player on your left. And the player on your right has done the same thing. They pass you some cards. You pick one and pass, pick and pass, pick and pass. That way, everybody has a roughly equal shot at getting about the same number of, quote-unquote, good cards. Mm -hmm. And that sort of flexibility of being able to choose but also constrain the other player's choices is a really flexible and really versatile system, which winds up turning up in a lot of games for that same reason, of allowing you to have some elements that are unbalanced, where some are just straight up better than others, but the game doesn't wind up being unfair. And while we're not going to be spending a lot of time, or any time at all, really talking about Magic the Gathering today, it's worth mentioning at least a little bit, because it really was where this sort of stuff started. Oh yeah, the the idea of a card game draft was really definitely popularized by Magic players. Even though it has showed up in older games, like take for example something like Hearts, where you get dealt a hand of mm-hmm. twelve and, uh, or, or the thirteen cards, and you get to pick three and pass them. That's kind of like a mini draft there. But the big deep Magic the Gathering. Oh yeah, that that sort of thing that that didn't really become a thing I think until after Magic. Yeah, yeah. we're going to get into more detail about stuff like that on Wednesday and Friday. But uh, the most basic kind of draft is like the schoolyard thing, where there's some cards or other elements that are sitting out there, and players take turns grabbing them. Ticket to Ride does this. It's a fairly basic thing. And Ticket to Ride, you're collecting cards in different colors so that you can cash them in and build rail lines. There's also Sushi Go, which is more of the magic style mm-hmm. of drafting, where you have a, it's like a set collecting game, and you have a set, of, like a hand of, I think, 10 cards, is it? 10 cards, you look at them. on many players, but yeah, yeah, about 10. And they're all adorable little sushi pieces, dumplings, oh God, sashimi, wasabi, holy oh, crap. It's, uh, it gives you a cavity just looking at it, it's so sweet. Uh, you choose your preferred sushi piece, you place it face down in front of you, you pass it along, and then you keep all of these cards face up in front of you, you collect sets. The more sashimi you have, the more points they're worth. But uh, one of the things about um, Sushi Go is that every card that you draft, once everybody's picked, you reveal them all. You can see what everybody's got, which means if I see that you're sitting over there with two sashimi, and you need that third sashimi for them to be worth anything, and I'm sitting on your right, and I've got a sashimi in my hand, do I really want to pass you that card? Because it's giving you ten points. But then again, maybe there's some other card that's in my hand that I also kind of want, and the sashimi's worthless to me, do I let you have it? Do I hate draft? Do I hate draft? There's so much room for spite in drafting. That's the thing, because every card that you take is not only something that's for you, it's something that's not for mm-hmm. anybody else now. And there's something about the public nature of a lot of drafting <laughs> games that makes it feel like extra spiteful, you know? It's not just that I'm taking the card that you want, 
It's that you know that I'm taking the car that you want for no other reason that I just don't want you to have it. And in Ticket to Ride, in some ways, it's even louder because there they are out in the open. I've seen you taking all those red cards. I know what you're trying to do. No, you don't get to have this red card. I'm taking this red card. No, I don't. I know I don't need it. I'm taking it anyway. And it's like that in Sushi Go, too, where, again, your your sashimi example, whereas I may not, like, I look at this new hand of cards. I see there's no sashimi in it. I don't know if you necessarily took the sashimi for me. But, you know, once everyone's kind of like put their card face down in front of them and they f- we flip them all up at once, then I look to my left and I'm like, oh, you jerk. <laughs> there's my sashimi. That was my 10 points. And yet there's never any actual attacking of the other players in a drafting game, generally speaking. It's not about cards that you can use to wreck the other players' things. It's just I took this so that you couldn't get it. It's mm-hmm. kind of a this passive-aggressive uh, Euro-style game design where I just, no, you don't get it's to It's just business. You know, <laughs> there's no, like, it's a very, like, so many sterile games almost. Out, and yet I don't think any of them have any actual drafting yeah. in them. It's, it's not Christmas, yeah. sunny. It's so, it's, yeah, but it's so cold almost, it right? It kind of is. I think it's probably not a coincidence that a lot of the most popular drafting games, like Ticket to Ride and Sushi Go, have a very warm sort of feel to them, like mm-hmm. the colors in Ticket to Ride, the art in Sushi Go. They cushion the blow. To, they, not only that, but uh, yeah, they, they absolutely does do that. But in addition to that, it makes the game sort of feel warmer. I mean, typically these aren't games where there's a lot of verbal conversation going on. Mm-hmm. All the talking is being done by the cards themselves, by the actual draft. Yeah, you can play an entire game of Ticket to Ride or Sushi Go without saying a single word to another player. And yet, so much gets expressed mm-hmm. by the choices that you make. So what, what's the most popular drafting game out there? I mean, Sushi Go is pretty big. Uh, probably Seven Wonders. Oh, ugh, Seven Wonders. I hate Seven Wonders because it's so hard to teach. It's so fiddly. I mean, we were talking here about, you know, Ticket to Ride and Sushi Go having these, like, nice, smooth mechanics where you barely have to interact with one another, blah, blah, blah. And Seven Wonders is just this, like, monster box full of bits and pieces and the cards are iconography. So huge and they're beautiful. The art And you can never find any sleeves for them. It's true. Getting sleeves for those cards is a nightmare. The but it's, it's, it's really appealing for a lot of reasons. And I was so happy when Sushi Go came out a few years after because it meant that I didn't have to teach Seven Wonders anymore because mm-hmm. that's almost all the same appeal but in a much simpler game. In, in Seven Wonders, you have to have permission to play certain cards. Mm-hmm. Certain, certain cards, you just can't draft them unless you've already drafted other cards. And explaining that Seems like it should be simple, but it's not. Because it's so different from stuff like Settlers of Catan and other sort of resource management games that people are used to. You have to get people to unlearn all the stuff before they can start it. So even though the basic mechanic of pick and pass, pick and pass, the drafting part is really simple, the extra stuff that's there... Yeah, there's so many conditions. It's such a conditional game. Like, you can do this, but only if this or that, or only if this happens. And, And one thing, too, about Seven Wonders is that there's new stuff every round and every deck of cards so you're sitting there through basically the entire game pointing out all of these new elements versus something like Sushi Go where it's the same deck of cards it's the same stuff from the moment you pick that first card you can teach them to score at the beginning and they've basically got the game. With Seven Wonders, you have to stay there till the end so you can explain how these purple cards, which don't come up until round three, mm-hmm. work out. So much hand-holding. There oh is. Oh, my God. And uh, it's the, the escalation between the first, second, and third age is nice. Mm-hmm. You know, the idea of the stakes being raised as the game goes on, that's cool. It's just that, well, for people like us who have to teach you how to play games, it's 
kind of painful. It's Sorry, everyone. It's kind of inaccessible, you it's know. True like too. if it's your a lot of, and I mean, a lot of people pick up Seven Wonders because they they've heard about it, and mm-hmm. it's an incredibly popular game, and it's got a lot of really great press. And it is like and once, good yeah, like once you know what how to play it, it's great. But it's that initial sort of like it's such a big hump that you have to get over. And it's nothing to do with the drafting. The drafting is the part that everybody gets. It's just that well, you can do a lot more than that in a game, and this is a case where adding more stuff makes even a fairly simple and very accessible dynamic to something that's quite tough. That's all we've got time for today, but join us on Wednesday when we talk a little bit more about the strategy in drafting games and also touch on some more complicated ones. See you then.